Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with Coach Ashley and the wonderful Coach Monica. How's it going? It's going. I kid you not. I feel like I have said I'm sick on like the last three podcast episodes. And there is something about since I have moved back to Texas, I have been sick more in the back half of this year than whenever I lived in Colorado where it was freezing cold. So I don't know what's going on, what's in the air, but I am getting over a little bit of a cold post Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you know, when they say tis the season, I mean, it is the the holiday season, but it also, I say tis the season for cold and flu and just the yuckiness uh, of the season because it it seems to happen a lot more this time of year. Yes. So for this week, and speaking of, actually, I want to backtrack a little bit. It's been a week since Thanksgiving. I hope that everybody had an awesome Thanksgiving. I know I did. Got to see some family that I only see a couple times a year, which is really nice. Um, I hope everybody else got to do that too. Or maybe you get to see all your family throughout the year, however your dynamic is. Um, I hope it went well. And of course, for you, Monica, I hope it did too. It was so much fun. It was relaxing. It's just kind of like the core nine group of us in our family. And they all came over to our house. I got to cook with my mom and we were baking and doing all the fun things. And we just spent the night playing Jenga, listening to music, singing, dancing. And for me, not overindulging in the sweets and in the meals. And I'm very happy to say that I stepped on the scale for the first time in over a month and I was down half a pound after Thanksgiving. And I enjoyed the food that I loved. Like Jordan says, uh, memories over macros. And I moved on and it was such a fun time. That's awesome. That's really good news to hear too. It was a busy time for me. I spent two whole days in the kitchen um, the day before Thanksgiving. I'm pretty sure I started at like 10.30 in the morning and I did not finish until like six in the evening. And then on Thanksgiving day, I spent quite a few hours um, with my mom cooking. So that was really fun. And I'm very happy to say that out of all the leftovers... I only reheated, um, I think, yeah, one plate the day after and I tossed the rest. I was like, this is enough. I have had enough of this. You know, and that's not something that everybody has to do. Like if you're comfortable eating leftovers for days, that's fine. But for me, it started to feel like, I feel like I have to eat it because it's in my fridge. And obviously it's not something that truly aligns with all my goals. So I'm like, you know what? I just need to get rid of it. It's really not about that in particular. It's not about the leftovers. <laughs> we had our fun and um, just being thankful with my family on the day of Thanksgiving. So that was a huge win for me was not having to keep all the stuff in my fridge for days and days and only have one plate of leftovers. Yes, that is such a good point though. And by the time this episode comes out, it, it again, it would have been a week after Thanksgiving. And so if you're still eating on the leftovers, it's time to throw away the pie. It's time to throw away the cake, the cobbler. 
it was a fun moment. It was a memory, but we don't need to keep going with it. Um, if it's something that you really enjoy, freeze it and save it for another time. I know for me, we had some turkey leftovers. I put the turkey in the freezer and I plan on whenever it gets cold, taking it out, throwing it in a pot with some water, some vegetables, boiling it down, using it to make a broth and then inevitably a soup. So you don't have to eat everything right now. If it's something that can freeze, save it for later. And just remember that you can have that Thanksgiving meal any day of the week, any time of the year. So don't continue to hold on to it and reheating the plates and all of those things. It's time to not get back on track because we didn't get off track. We just made a pit stop, but it's time to start being consistent again and stop with the leftovers. <laughs> there is your reminder, everybody, in case you haven't heard. <laughs> I love that. That was the best intro. <laughs> so now getting into today's topic, um, of course, speaking in weight loss and wellness, when we think weight loss, we think of the physical aspect of dropping the pounds, of looking better and all that. But as we've also talked about before, it's not just physical. It is a huge commitment. And it's a... Oh my gosh. It's a commitment <laughs> to self-improvement. It's a commitment to well-being. And it's an overall commitment to yourself. And we know that support, it's going to play a huge part in helping you get through this. We've talked about that so much before about a lot of these key aspects that can help get you through this journey. There are so many things that can help get you through this. And a lot of that is support, whether it's support from family, friends, colleagues, people online, whatever it is. But sometimes that's just not enough. Sometimes we need to get support from somewhere else. Where do we truly need to get it from? And I believe that a lot of that support needs to come from within ourselves. So saying that, one of the most powerful like transformative actions you can take is to be there for yourself. Show up for yourself. Give yourself that self-support that's needed throughout this weight loss process. Is that something you've ever thought about before, Monica? Because it's not something that I would have in the beginning. I thought support came from an outsource and I didn't mm -hmm. realize that it could come from within. Yeah. One of the things that I have talked about um, quite often is this you versus you mentality. And I know that so many of us want support from our loved ones and our friends but not everyone understands the journey that you were on. I actually just said this um, last week in a meeting that we need to stop begging people to understand our dreams and our goals because they don't understand. And we just need to start doing it for ourselves. And once they see the results, then and only then will they start to support you. And so I really think that the whole self-support aspect is so important because at the end of the day, it is a you versus you mentality. You are the only one that can do the work. You are the only one that knows your body. You are the only one that knows what your mental capacity and capabilities are. And so we have to start practicing some self-love, some self-gratitude, and to really tell ourselves that there is nothing worse than looking in the mirror and not loving the reflection that's looking back at you. And someone else cannot tell you or do that for you. You are so right. I, I have seen a lot before in just the social media realm or um, in the community and stuff. You see a lot of people asking for support or asking for motivation, you need help. Or maybe, you know, I've seen others saying, well, I don't have a whole lot of support at home. And as much as I sympathize with that, because I understand how hard that must be not getting that support that you want from others. 
it's also like you just said, you are the only one that truly understands what you are doing for yourself. You are your biggest cheerleader. You know what is going to be best for you. And if you are able to step up and be that cheerleader for yourself and really support yourself, you are going to see that you can get through this so much better because you are leading yourself into this. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that anyone that has a partner or your spouse that they are not loving and supporting. Mm-hmm. I will say that I am very grateful that I have not only, you know, my parents and my sisters and my uncles, but my partner is very supportive of my weight loss and wellness journey. And it's funny because we've been together since I was at my highest weight and he doesn't remember me at that weight. We just talked about this the other day. But as much as I appreciate the support and the love that they give me, the words are amazing, but I have to do the actions and I have to take what they're saying, love that for what it is, but I have to love on myself if I want to continue moving forward. They can't push me to go to the gym. They can't push me to eat healthier. They can't push me to look at myself and say, you are amazing. You are capable. You are worthy. Only I can do that. And so even if you were out there listening and you have the best support system in the world, you have to be your biggest cheerleader, your biggest fan, your biggest critic, your biggest everything. Because everyone can love and support you. But if you don't love and support yourself, it doesn't mean anything. And a good point right there. That's exactly what I was going to say. You can have all this support around you and they can be saying all these wonderful things and pushing you right along and cheerleading you on. But if you're not feeling that for yourself, if you do not truly believe that you're getting through this in whatever way you you feel like doing, um, if you don't believe that in yourself, it's going to be really, really hard to, Mm -hmm. to continue to feel that support. It can only go so far from other people. So you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so what you can do to start showing that support for yourself is to actually show up for yourself. And to show up for yourself, it's going to mean acknowledging the importance of what you're doing, acknowledging the importance of your health and your well-being. Um, it could mean things like making conscious decisions for your health to prioritize your physical and mental health. Because like we said, it's not just physical, it's mental, emotional, all that stuff too. It can also mean things like recognizing that your journey is going to have challenges. Um, We've talked about that kind of before. To show up for yourself means recognizing, yes, there may be challenges, there may be setbacks, but it's okay. I'm a strong woman or man or whoever you are. I am strong. I can get through this. It's going to mean also committing to that process, committing to knowing there might be setbacks, committing to this entire journey. Also embracing the successes that you're going to have too. Every single aspect of that is going to be an example of how you can actually show up for yourself in this support. I think that having tenacity and grit is such an important part of our weight loss and wellness journey. And I've learned that from all other aspects of my life. And you know, just like you said, knowing that there are going to be roadblocks and setbacks. And we've talked about that before and planning for those things and understanding it is okay to not be okay. I think that what I see oftentimes are that people think I have to be on my A game 100% of the time. I have to be going to the gym. I have to have everyone supporting me. I need to show that I'm doing all of the right things. But it is okay to say, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to lose the weight. I don't know how to stop eating the food. I don't know how to go to the gym. That is A-okay. But what we need to start realizing is that your weight is not equated to your worth. 
And we are so fixated on that number on the scale. And I'm telling y'all, I went over a month without getting on that scale. And I noticed that my shorts were, you know, my workout shorts were fitting a little bit better or my shirt were fitting a little bit better. And I started to realize that the number on the scale is not the most important thing. I do have a goal weight range, but ultimately I want to feel comfortable and confident. And so when it comes to being your biggest cheerleader and understanding your self-worth and pouring into yourself, we need to make that one thing very clear that your weight is not equated to your worth. And I think that's so important for us to just hear, write down, and listen to over and over again. It absolutely is. That needs to be on repeat in your head. You know, the scale does not define my worth. It does not equate, you know, my health and whatnot. Um, It's very important to keep that on repeat. I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) And I think that with this society, we know that pretty privilege or skinny privilege, that's a thing. Whether someone wants to acknowledge it or not, when you're a little bit smaller, people will be nicer to you. I have noticed that after losing a significant amount of weight. But I want us to realize that weight loss doesn't make you any better of a person. And so when we are thinking about pouring into ourselves, we shouldn't say, oh, once I lose the weight, I promise I'll be nicer. I promise I'll be a better person. You should be working on that now. You should be working on the traumas now. You should be working on bringing positive light and energy to your life now because losing the weight does not make you any different. And most people lose the weight and they're still trapped in that same negative mindset because they weren't pouring into themselves from the beginning. That's a wonderful thing that you brought up too. I think that just goes into this being an overall journey. It is not just about the weight. It is about being better all around because that's what we want. We want to be better. We want to be better physically and mentally and in everything else. And if that means working on yourself as a person too, in every aspect, then now is the time to do that. Like you said, not to wait until the end. Because like I've said before in all this, especially with New Year's coming up, don't wait until another time. Mm -hmm. Think of how far ahead you could be on anything that you're working on. It doesn't even have to be weight loss and wellness related. I mean, maybe it's a work project or something, whatever it is. If you get ahead of the game now, you're not going to be behind, first of all. And you can actually be ahead by the time that you would have thought about starting before. So that's a huge thing to think about. Now, we talked about showing up for yourself, but what about being there for yourself? And you're probably like, Ashley, that's the same thing. I'm going to explain this a little bit. It may not actually be exactly... (laughs) may not be exactly the same. So again, we just talked about showing up for yourself, but being there for yourself. So being there for yourself is about cultivating this self-compassion and positive mindset. So now we're kind of getting into the mentality a little bit. Like maybe acknowledging that just like anyone anyone else, you deserve kindness. You deserve understanding and encouragement and support. So if you think of an amazing person in your life, a loved one, whoever they are, and think about how they encourage you to do things. They're kind to you. They say positive things. They lift you up. They support you. You need to do that to yourself too. And we have talked about this a little bit before, but it really goes with this topic too. If you're going to be there for yourself, you need to treat yourself as your best friend would treat you or as if you would treat your best friend because you need to be your own best friend in this too. Yes. And I'm happy you said that because I was just about to mention, I know you had talked about that on an earlier episode that you would not say something negative to your best friend. Yes, you would be honest with them. You would tell them you're not you're not reaching your highest potential. You're not doing this or that. But you wouldn't speak down on your best friend. You wouldn't be so negative and disrespect them the way that we often disrespect ourselves in our weight loss and wellness journey. And it is a learning curve 
a lot of people, even if you have been on a weight loss and wellness journey for your entire life, you are still a lifelong learner, always having to figure out how does my body adapt to the gym with age? How do I adapt to buying healthier items with the food cost increasing? You're always learning and adapting. And so we have to be kind to ourselves. You wouldn't tell your friend, well, you know what? You didn't go to the gym today. And so that's just not good for you. You would say, hey, I know that you told me you wanted to be better. You wanted to do better. You wanted to be consistent in the gym. So do you want me to go to the gym with you? Or do you want me to help you look up some workouts on TikTok or Pinterest or Instagram? You would find ways to walk and coach your best friend through that. So how do we walk and coach ourselves through the hard times. Absolutely. It's like just if you think about your friendship and you're nurturing that friendship, you are constantly do things to build on that relationship. Mm-hmm. You want to do that with yourself too. You want to foster that self-respect and that self-love. Um, you mentioned the word disrespectful a few minutes ago. I, I think that's a wonderful example because do we sometimes maybe say negative things to our friends? Absolutely. So maybe negative isn't quite the best word, but disrespectful. Would we ever disrespect a best friend? Hopefully not, you know, because... <laughs> We're not those kind of friends. So don't disrespect yourself in this journey either. If you're going to be there for yourself, you have to respect yourself. You have to nurture your own relationship with yourself to give yourself that self-support that you need. Yes. And I think it's so important to remember the definition of self-love. And self-love is a daily practice of self-acceptance and kindness towards yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not just oh, I want to make other people comfortable around me. How do you make yourself comfortable? How do you respect yourself and your boundaries? How are you showing yourself self-love? We've talked about this before. Um, Meditation and writing or reading um, affirmations. I love a good positive affirmation. Y'all know. And just appreciating yourself and the hard work that your body has gone through. And, you know, I've said this in a, in a previous episode that we need to thank the version of us today for the version of us that we will become in the future. Because this version is the one doing all the hard work. This version is the one having to figure out how do I love myself in the skin that I'm in? How do I just put one foot in front of the other? How do I start speaking positively and rewiring my mind to think that this is not a negative space and I have not failed? And we need to start thanking ourselves for this version if we want to be able to accept the future version of ourselves down the road. Yeah, we want to be able to, in the future, look back and say, you know, thank you, self, (laughs) for being that way. And a minute ago, you mentioned being comfortable around other people. And if you're thinking about supporting yourself and nurturing yourself and think about this, have you ever been in a very uncomfortable situation or an awkward situation around other people and you yourself are feeling uncomfortable and awkward. And then you try to make it better, but nothing's going to be better because the entire thing is just awkward because you're (laughs) feeling awkward and maybe self-conscious. You can actually fix that by feeling confident about yourself, by nurturing and supporting yourself. If you're not going to let this moment or this activity or this group hang out, whatever it is, if you're not going to let it be awkward, you're not going to make it awkward if you're not feeling it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you are there for yourself and you show confident and you know that you can do this, it's so much less likely to be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're the friend that just laughs at the inappropriate times because that's the only thing you can do to fill the awkward space, that's me. I will just start laughing at, at the wrong time. But it is so true. Confidence, when you wear confidence like a layer of clothes on your body, people around you, they just, they stand a little bit taller. They hold themselves to a higher standard. But if you walk in 
and you have your head down and you're just moping along, everyone is going to know that is someone who's not comfortable and confident in themselves. And so if they are uncomfortable, it's easy for them to project that onto you. Whereas if you show up and you're confident, head held high, they're not going to mess with you because they know that is someone, even if you're faking it till you make it. Fake it till you make it, baby. Fake it till you make it. I am queen of imposter syndrome sometimes. (laughs) But you just need to pretend to be confident until you start to have that come along. Self-love is not the easiest thing, y'all. Been there, done that. And there's days where I can come on here and talk to y'all and I sound so confident and I get messages from y'all and I'm sure you do as well um, saying, you know, I love you. You're so confident on the podcast. I'm not that every day. But what I do is I tell myself that you can do anything. And then if you just add a layer of confidence then other people will start to follow. Absolutely. So pour into yourself. Yeah, I think you were better able to convey my meaning through that story than I was. That's what I was, <laughs> that's what I was trying to say, y'all. I'm, just, I'm having an off day. But yeah, if you go in there feeling that, it's going to rub off on other people. They are going to feel mm-hmm. the way that you feel about yourself. It's always going to show, no matter how much sometimes you're trying to hide it, it can sometimes still show. So that's why you do, you need to show up for yourself. You need to be there for yourself and be that confident person that you really want to be. Even if you don't feel that yet, be it anyway. Just give it a yes. try. <laughs> Even on the hard days, that's when you need to do it the most. Is when the days are hard, we're going to this cold, rainy season. That's when you need to show up for yourself. That's when you need to say, I know it's hard. I know the bed is warm and the outside is cold, but get your butt up and let's go to the gym. Get your butt up and let's start our morning routine. Whatever the case may be, show up for yourself because you know that you do not want to be stagnant for the rest of your life. And it starts with you just showing up for yourself minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Absolutely. And and the fact that you say that means I also understand you're not going to be able to give 100%, 100% of the time. It's it's just not possible, guys. So don't even strive for it because you're going to be miserable probably. Mm-hmm. Having said that, here's a little cheap plug. If you all follow the healthy Instagram page on Thursdays, I do a little um, story takeover called Thursday Thrive. It's super fun. I just give out just the most random things like tips and tricks I've learned, motivation, inspiration, all that stuff. For this week, I decided that I was going to go for a little walk because I hadn't been outside walking in a while. Um, I'm totally a warm weather girl. And so when the weather gets cold, like I go numb. I hate it. I just, I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to the cold. But it started snowing because here in Ohio, it's not even 30 degrees. I kid you not. It's like 28 degrees. (laughs) And it started snowing. And I looked out there and I'm like, this is a sign. I have to go outside. And I took my butt on a little 30 minute walk. I did a little Instagram story while I was doing it. And it felt so good to just get out there. I don't know what motivated me, but something did. And um, it just felt really good to get out there. I showed up for myself. I did it anyway, even though it's not something I normally like to do in the cold. But I just have to say it felt really good to push myself and be there for myself and get out there and take that walk when it was snowing. So it was really pretty. As much as the wind really hurt my face. Yes. <laughs> and I was definitely out of breath by the time I was done. I was walking and talking and it was freezing cold. But I felt great when I came back. So that was my little, just my little share for the day um, that I showed up for myself in that way. And I'm and I'm proud I of it. Love, I love that. I'm proud of you. And I'm picturing you just walking in the snow. It's like a whole Hallmark movie. And that's probably not even how it was. But sometimes we have to picture our mind, like picture something else. You know, oh, I'm walking into a Hallmark movie or I'm walking on the beach or I'm main character energy, whatever you need to do. And like you said, you 
don't know what motivated you in that moment, but you just wanted to get out there and make it happen. And so I encourage everyone that when the motivation strikes, because we say this all the time, you won't always be motivated, but you can be consistent. But every once in a while, you will get motivated to do something wild. Go to the gym at 9 p.m. Or you'll get motivated to get up and meal prep at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. If the motivation strikes, get up and make it happen. Strike while the iron is hot. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Absolutely do it. Take advantage of it. And and it's nothing to feel silly about either. You know, when we're talking about supporting ourselves and being there for ourselves, you know, when that kind of feeling hits, like mine did all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, I used to be a, like, I used to have that feeling. And then I'd be like, well, what's the point? You know, this doing this one thing, this one time, is that really going to make a difference? In the grand scheme of things, is it going to make a difference realistically? Probably not. But did it make a difference in that day for me? It did. And that's all that mattered to me at the moment. You know, it made a difference that day. I felt amazing afterwards. Um, did I do it again the next day? No, but, <laughs> but that's okay. That's realistic. And my point is, that was still an example of showing up for yourself, being there for yourself. And you can still do those kind of things, even if that one thing wasn't consistent. You can still do other things. Like now that it's cold out here in Ohio, I'm probably not going to be going outside for many more walks unless there's tons of snow and I'm out there with my kids. But what I can do is get out my treadmill or I get out my weights and I do my floor exercises. That's still showing up for myself, whether it is the same thing every day consistently or it's a different thing every day. And I think one thing to think about is that we should consider our long-term health. So while to you, you could say, okay, in the grand scheme of things, maybe that one thing didn't matter because I didn't do it the next day and it's too cold. But we can always pull back on that memory at a later date. So on a day that you feel like you can't do anything, you can remember, oh my goodness, it was cold outside. I was sitting on my couch in the warmth and I got up, I bundled up, I went outside, I did my walk, I recorded on Instagram and I was proud of myself and it made me feel good. So I know that it made me feel good then so I could always redo it now. And when we start to think about that long-term health, um, we can think of, you know, one of the most powerful and transformative actions that you can take is to show up for yourself. Even if it's a small action, medium, big, showing up for yourself, being there for yourself, and just providing that unwavering support, big or small. And all of the little things will add up over time, which lead to your long-term health journey, your long-term support for yourself. At the beginning of the year, I made it a point that I wanted to do my gratitude journal every single day. I fell off in June. Haven't opened it, haven't written in it at all. But on days where I feel a little bit low, I'll go back and I'll look at it and say, I was consistent for six months. I did a really good job. I can do it again. 
And so in the grand scheme of things, someone may say, but you didn't complete what you set out to do of writing your gratitude journal for a year. But I did something consistent, consistently for six months, which is more than I'd ever done before. And so I know that I am capable of doing it again in the long run. So we need to remind ourselves that the little things do matter. Even if we only do it for one day and we never do it again for six months, you know that you could pick it up and do it again. Make a very good point. When we talk about these little things that maybe we started and, and dropped off for like my one little walk, when I say, did it make a difference in the grand scheme of things? And I said, no. Physically, no, probably not. But mentally, that's mm-hmm. there. You have your journal. You have your stuff that you can go back on. And that can help you pick up when you're having a down day. And that can remind you of everything that you've done and everything that you're capable of. Same thing with with my walk. You know, I can still file that in my brain and be like, that was a good that that was a good day. And I can pull from that and use it again. Um, so just because maybe it didn't make a difference physically, it can still most definitely make a difference in the fact that you know that you are showing up for yourself. You are still mm-hmm. supporting yourself every step of the way. Yes. So just when we think of support, again, we might look to other people for support. But as much as that helps, we really need to make sure we take a step back and look at ourselves for that main source of support. That can also look like setting realistic goals. If we're thinking about how we can support ourselves in this journey and be there for ourselves, that means we need to make sure that we are setting these very realistic goals for ourselves. Because if we are you know, aiming for the sky, we've got this big, huge goal and we want to get it by June and you know, we're already getting into December now, that might feel a little bit unrealistic, especially if you want to lose 50, 60, 70, or 100 pounds by June. That may feel a little bit unrealistic. And then if you start feeling like... Like that, you're going to start, you know, it's just going to feel way too overwhelming. So if you are wanting to support yourself, please be sure that you are setting these actual attainable goals. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself. And I think you actually just mentioned a few minutes ago, also break them up. Every little thing that you achieve in between now and whenever it is you reach your goal, mm-hmm. do all the little stepping stones that you've supported yourself through to get to that overall goal. Yes. And, you know, this is one of the things I love about being a coach is hearing the member stories and they love when I shout them out on the podcast. So I will say that while I tell our members all the time that I will be your biggest support system, I will be your biggest cheerleader. I've had a lot of members recently say that where I thrive the most is whenever I take the lessons that you have given me. And if you have to, you know, cancel a meeting or if you're sick, then that's when I tell myself, what would Coach Monica want me to do? How can I now pick up the pom-poms that she put down and cheer louder for myself? And I love that because you can have all the tools in the world. You can have the best coaches, the best physical trainers, the personal trainers, the best therapists, everything. But it's when you're able to pick up the pom-poms and shake them and cheer loud for yourself and to actually apply the things that you've learned and to put them into practice, that is when you truly start to have skin in the game when it comes to your goals. And so yes, having people around you, having a community, having an accountability group to support you is amazing. But when and how do you pick up the pom-poms and cheer for yourself? And that can be hard to do at first. I think that's something that does not come organically. It's something you have to learn how to do, whether it's by like learning from you, Monica, or other coaches or... Again, just faking it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that you do have to learn. And I think that goes along with showing how to support yourself is by seeking out those resources, is by getting that knowledge or even guidance that is going to align with your needs and your goals. I think that is a very good example of supporting yourself is being willing and actively seeking out 
advice, knowledge, mm-hmm. resources, whatever it is to get you through this. Because anybody that has been following Healthy Instagram page um, for November, we talked about what we were grateful for. And that was my grateful story was I am so very grateful for the knowledge and everything that I've learned throughout this entire mm-hmm. journey. It actually taking the time to read material and and learn, I don't want to say the right way, but the right way for me, you know, the healthy, realistic way to do this. Um, so knowledge is power, guys. It's your best friend. That is absolutely a support system. Being a lifelong learner and not comparing yourself to other people's journeys is powerful because everyone is different. Even if you're doing the same thing, our bodies are different. Like I said at the beginning, only you know your body. Only you know your data. And that's why you have to be your biggest cheerleader and support system. Absolutely do. Because I mean, this journey, it's it's not a one size fits all. It is mm-hmm. absolutely unique to all of us. It's totally your own thing. Um, like you said, no one has the same path. What works for me isn't may not work for you. It's not going to work for somebody else. You truly have to dig deep and figure out what is best for you in order to support yourself. You just have to roll with it and be patient with yourself. Again, show yourself that self-love and that kindness. And remember that it is most definitely all about the process and the progress, Mm -hmm. not always the end. Um, And also keep those good vibes around you. Like we mentioned before, you know, of course, this main source of support should come from within and should come from with us. But it tremendously helps when you surround yourself with good people that have when you do have a good support system too. Um, I mean, you want all the good vibes, obviously. Mm -hmm. Call me cheesy, but I love the Miley Cyrus song, The Climb. Yeah. It is it is so true. I, you know, there have been times where I've said, man, I just wish that I was at my my goal weight. I wish I was there. I wish I didn't have to go through all the heartache and all of the struggles. But you know what? The climb is so worth it. It is so worth it to see what I'm capable of. And I hope y'all realize that it is so worth it to see what you are capable of. If you just race to the finish line and you never had to go through any trials and tribulations, you wouldn't know how to overcome obstacles in every aspect of your life. So I challenge you to go listen to The Climb whenever you finish listening to this podcast. If you are a millennial, you probably know that song already. If you have not heard it, you're welcome for the earworm because now you're going to be singing it all day. Yes. (laughs) Yes. As we wrap up, just remember that no matter what you're going through, remember to give yourself a high five. Remember to celebrate anything that you're going through. Because again, if if you are your own biggest supporter, you have got to encourage yourself. So, you know, cheer yourself on, give yourself a high five because no matter where you're at, just remember you're doing awesome. I love to give a little bit of encouragement. You are doing great. And when it gets tough, tap into that inner strength. Start building that strength, build that confidence, build that resilience because you're going to need it. You said this word earlier, grit. You have more grit than you realize. And Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. And I think all of us, there's more to us than what we realize. We have more strength than what we realize. And sometimes sometimes it takes going through a challenge or a setback to realize I'm strong. I can get through this. And I wish sometimes it wasn't like that. I wish sometimes we didn't have to go through the bad or the hard things to realize how awesome we actually are. But that's life. And sometimes that's what it takes. And I know that we are all stronger than we realize. So showing up for yourself, being there for yourself, that is the absolute secret. It's not just about transforming your body too. Also, 
but embracing this overall kick butt empowered version of yourself. So just remember, take it one step at a time, celebrate the wins and rock that journey. You say this to me all the time, so I'm going to say it to you. I couldn't have said that any better myself. <laughs> you you, you got the final word this time. And that was, woo, I was speechless. Yes, <laughs> yes that was good. <laughs> Sometimes, I know, sometimes we feed off of each other and it's like, wow, you just took the words out of my mouth. I couldn't mm-hmm. have said it better. <laughs> yes, so good. Awesome. With that, everyone, I hope that you are able to go out there and be your biggest cheerleader, show up for yourself and be your own best supporter. And I hope you have an awesome week. Bye, y'all. Bye.